And welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where you get the insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, my name is Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, coming to you today live from our facility. There might be some clank going on in the background. We got some guys working out. We are a coaching center. People here to work out, so there might be some clanking of some weights today. They're lifting some heavier weights, so... What I'd like to talk to you about today is sleep, but not just sleep. We know there's a tremendous amount of benefits with the getting a good night's sleep, like boosting your immune system. How important is that right now with the COVID uh, out there? Uh, helps prevent weight gain. It's going to strengthen your heart. Uh, if you have better sleep, you're in a better mood. You'll have increased productivity. Uh, lack of sleep can be dangerous. For example, you could fall asleep at the wheel of your car, have a car accident. It's going to increase your exercise performance, improve your memory, and so far, so on and so forth. So there's a lot of reasons why we want to get a good night's sleep. And what I wanted to do today was specifically talk about room temperature. So you've heard me talk about room temperature before and giving you some different tips on how to sleep better. But sometimes... Um, it helps if we hear why you need to make that change, the reason behind something. So I, I've told you that you need to sleep better, and I've told you ways to improve your environment, your sleep environment, your bedroom, if that's where you sleep. But sometimes it helps people to make changes if they know why they need to make this change and what goes on in the body. So the first thing to understand is that your body has an internal thermostat. And it aims to maintain your temperature as close to your goal as possible. And what is this goal? Well, the stability of that number, known as your core body temperature, reflects your body's ability to turn up the heat or to cool things down to keep you within an ideal range. And each day, your body plans to adjust your temperature to follow your circadian rhythm that's what your goal is the circadian rhythm by warming you up at the beginning of the day and cooling you down when it's time to go to sleep now, there's a lot of things that affect your temperature like diet exercise your hormones temperature outdoors so there's a lot of things that affect your body temperature and as a result your body is in a constantly making adjustments to keep it balanced so you may not realize that we're not walking around with one specific temperature all day, 98.6 or whatever it might be. And you may have noticed that now as we go into facilities and they take your temperature. For example, when you come into our facility, we take your temperature each time to make sure that you're not above 100.4 is the threshold where we would have to send someone home. So these are all varying temperatures. We see it all day long. So when you're too hot, your body tries to radiate or get rid of the heat by widening your blood vessels to carry excess heat to your skin surface. And as sweat, and then you begin to sweat. And as your sweat evaporates off your skin, the blood loses the heat into the air and your body ends up cooling off. But when you're cold, your body tries to insulate or trap the heat by narrowing those skin blood vessels so that the blood keeps in the heat in your core 
as well as raising your temperature through shivering. So the body, you can see, you know, changes, makes it hotter, cooler, whatever it might be. So on the average, an individual's core temperature varies between about 97.7 to 99.5 over the course of a day. That's Fahrenheit. Your body temperature doesn't remain constant. However, it fluctuates according to our circadian rhythm. So what that means is generally that your body temperature is at your lowest a few hours before you wake up and it's highest an hour or two before you go to bed. And an individual's core body temperature typically can change or fluctuate between about 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit, between the highest and lowest points each day. And anything outside this range can indicate that something is challenging your body and preventing it from adjusting, for example, being ill. At the surface of your skin, where heat from your blood and cold from the environment are intermingled, the range is typically larger than your core temperature. Your skin temperature and your core temperature can even change in opposite directions throughout the day. For example, if your core temperature is too high, your body tries to cool itself off by pushing blood to the skin so that it can shed that excess heat, just the example that I gave. So being a comfortable, being in a comfortable environment is essential for healthy sleeping. Keeping your sleeping environment at a temperature near 65 degrees Fahrenheit or somewhere between 60 and 68 degrees will give you the best environment to sleep in. That's what is ideal. So give or take a few degrees for 65 degrees. Your body's temperature decreases during sleep. And a cool but not cold room will help you settle into and maintain sleep throughout the night. There are scientific reasons why room temperature of around 65 degrees Fahrenheit is optimal for a good night's sleep. This relates to your body's internal temperature regulation. Your body's internal temperature shifts, like I said, during a 24-hour period, and this is again known as your circadian rhythm. Your body, your body begins to shed some of the warmth right about the time it is to go to bed and continues to cool down until reaching a low point near daybreak, somewhere around 5 a.m. or so. How your body does this is by extending those blood vessels again, right? Allowing that blood to escape through the hands and the feet, reducing the core temperatures. So when you go to, when your temperature starts to drop at night, you may notice that your hands and your feet are a little bit warmer as we're trying to get rid of that core temperature. Now, if the temperature in your sleeping environment is too hot or cold, it may affect the drop of your body's internal temperature, causing you to have disrupted sleep. So in a study published in the Journal of Physiological Anthropology back in 2012 found that the temperature of the room where you sleep is one of the most important factors in achieving quality sleep. So we're not, it's known just a minute, we're going to talk about it. It's not just about how long you sleep, it's about the quality of your sleep as well. Temperature outside of comfortable sleeping conditions can impact your overall sleep in different ways. Your body's internal thermostat prefers you sleep when the temperature is a little bit cooler. By keeping your bedroom cooler, 
you're reinforcing your body's natural instinct to sleep. So as the body gets cooler, it wants to sleep. If the room is too hot, it could potentially block that signal and cause you to take longer to fall asleep. Again, if the room is too cold, it can be a problem. In general, cold will not affect the sleep cycle, but it may make it more difficult to fall asleep and impact other aspects of your health. If you're too cold during sleep, your body may alter its cardiac automatic response. The temperature is very important when we're sleeping. If the room is too hot, above the optimal sleeping temperature, you may notice you experience a restless night's sleep. This restless sleep in a hot room could be caused by a decrease in your slow wave sleep or rapid eye movement sleep, your REM sleep. And humidity can also play a part in this. It can make, if it's too humid out, it will be difficult to fall asleep. So here are some of the benefits of sleeping in a cool room. You're going to sleep deeper. Sleeping in a colder room can improve your sleep's quality and even help you combat insomnia episodes. Scientists link this to the fact that your body's temperature naturally drops at night. Hence, the metabolism rate, your metabolism slows down and we spend less energy during our sleep. The most pronounced drop in body temperature happens when you enter REM sleep. It's the stage of deep sleep during which you typically dream. Cellular repair and memory consolidation occur during REM sleep too. So it's a very important stage of sleep. And sleeping at colder temperatures may promote the transition into REM sleep. It's one reason why we want to try to sleep in a cooler environment. A second reason is a hormone adjustment or readjustment that occurs during a good night's sleep. Sleeping in a cool room allows you to boost the levels of two hormones that are critical for your overall health, melatonin being one. A decrease in your core temperature results in an increased level of the sleep hormone melatonin. But what's even more interesting is that melatonin itself has a hypothermic effect, meaning it can decrease your temperature. That's why your body produces melatonin before you go to sleep, when it's time to go to sleep. Along with introducing sleepiness, melatonin may also ease the symptoms of tinnitus as well as support your eye health. So it's important. That's one hormone that's important that we want to make sure that's being secreted correctly in the body. The other one is the whole human growth hormone, HGH. So the human growth hormone is produced by the pituitary, pituitary gland in the brain. It reaches its peak level during the deep sleep phase. This compound is vital for cellular repair and plays a role in preventing cognitive decline. Two reasons why we need to get a good night's sleep in a cooler environment. Weight loss, concern for many people. Those who are trying to slim down, sleeping in a cold room can help you lose weight, believe it or not. That'll turn down the temperatures tonight, right? In a 2014 study published in the Diabetes <coughs> Journal, reported that a group of men who slept in a cooler environment had increased amounts of brown fat. 
Brown fat is considered good fat, actually. You'd say, why do I want fat? But you want to have good fat. Your body can use it as an energy source, unlike white fat, which is stored in the fat tissues and can lead to diabetes. Number four, good night's sleep in a cool environment has anti-aging properties. Today, more than 35% of Americans are sleep deprived. Sleep deprivation affects many aspects of our life, but its most noticeable consequences are literally written on our face. So here's the thing, lack of sleep is responsible for sleep deprivation, which means stress, and stress means cortisol. If your skin is sensitive to cortisol fluctuations, you can expect the aggravation of acne even after one night of poor sleep. Cortisol also affects the integrity of collagen, the primary skin protein. And issues with collagen may result in premature aging and wrinkles. Most of us don't want that. And during sleep, your skin restores and conserves water and nutrients for the next day. By depriving yourself of sleep, you don't not only allow for the nourishment, which can make your skin dry and dull. Not to mention eye bags and dart circles under your eyes. With all that being said, it's important not only to get the recommended amount of sleep, but also to work on its quality. And since sleep, sleeping in a cooler room makes your eyes shut more restorative, use this opportunity right now and you'll look healthier and your face will be glowing with fewer wrinkles. So since a good night's sleep is vital for your body to function well, preparing your room's environment for healthy sleep is very important. And I've talked about some tips before. So I'm just going to throw out a few more tips right now. You can go on Google and Google a whole bunch of tips on how to you know, sleep better at night. But to regulate your room temperature, there are several ways to make sure your room stays between about 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit at night. Obviously, you want to set your thermostat to drop during your sleeping hours. You may have to open windows or turn on air conditioning or heat if the temperature rising or falls outside the ideal sleeping range. Run an air conditioner or a fan during warm months to cool the temperature and circulate air. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Makes sense. You might want to think about swapping out your bedding during the season changes. Just as we change our clothes as it comes to the winter and the summer, you might think about changing your bedding. So you want to grab that cozy comforter to use in the January, February months. But those comforters may not be appropriate for the springtime. You want to keep some light blankets on your bed during the spring and the summer. Because we don't want you to overheat. You're not going to sleep well. Likewise, if it's bitter cold out, you got to make sure you have that big, warm comforter by your side, right? You need to keep your room dark. Consider your bedroom a cave at night. So when you lie down to sleep, it's like a cave. All the windows are covered with blinds and curtains to avoid any kind of lights from the outside. You might want to consider covering up some of the lights on your electronic devices, your alarm clock. Make sure that your phone is turned upside down. Make sure there's no blinking lights, no computer monitors, nothing that's going to give you any light in that room. And embrace some of the quietness. Your bedroom should be free from noise that may distract you from falling asleep or waking up in the middle of the night. 
Keep all your gadgets that may buzz and beep away from your bedroom. And consider a white noise machine or earplugs if you're unable to block out any noises made by others if you live on a busy street or something. And make sure that you're going to set a sleep routine. Your body's circadian rhythm establishes a regular routine for your body, and you should adhere to that for healthy sleep. Try to go to bed at the same time every day. That includes the weekends. Make sure we're powering down our gadgets, that emit any kind of blue light, the screens, half an hour, hour before we go to bed. Consider reading a book or doing something calming, like some breathing exercises or meditation before you turn off the lights to go to bed. There's just a few ideas for you to make sure that the environment that you're sleeping is proper. Because we can see that it's very important not just to get the quantity of sleep, but the quality of sleep. Make sure, the bottom line is make sure the temperature where you sleep is on the cool side before you close your eyes for the night. This will help your chance of getting a healthy and uninterrupted amount of sleep every single night. Again, ideally your room should be between about 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit for a healthy sleep. That's what you need to do. That's the reason why we want you to sleep in a cooler room. We don't just make this stuff up. There are actually scientific reasons why you should sleep in a cooler room. So do what you can to improve your sleep. It's going to improve your day. It's going to improve your health. It's going to improve how long you live. So I thank you for taking time for your busy day to listen to this today. I hope it was helpful. I hope it gave you some information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. And I hope again to see you next Tuesday at this time for more information. Everybody have a safe and healthy evening, and thanks for watching.